the hell are you supposed to be? You know what I want to know? The movie theater nightmares. Well, the people beside us. Man, I just, you know. You know what I want to know? Is I want to know what you guys feel or how you feel about movie theater etiquette and movie theater manners. I bring this to you, this topic, this fresh comic book movie guy topic. I bring it to you because last night I saw The Batman for the second time. Today's March 5th. I saw it on March 3rd and March 4th. March 3rd, great viewing. Everybody was fantastic in that theater, you know? And it was me and my buddies, me and my friends. We sat at the back. Had a great time, you know, like experience the movie how you should. And then last night, I went and saw the same movie with my girlfriend, Randy. Well, the people beside us were on their phones the entire movie, like kind of hiding it in their jacket, you know, like you know how when people are like trying to be discreet and you know, you sit at the back and you think that you can have your phone on, but people have this little thing called peripheral vision. And when you're watching a movie, it can be super distracting when the person next to you has this bright light in their lap. Like the phone thing doesn't bug me as much. I get that everybody needs to check their watch, their phone, whatever, you know, for whatever reason, phone's an emergency thing, you know, but these two were researching, like they were sitting to the left. So they were sitting beside Randy and she told me after the movie that they were like sending each other to, like articles and stuff from the movie and like different things from the movie, like back and forth, like exchanging information over text in a movie theater for three hours. Man, I just, you know, and you're the guy who sits at the back because you want the full experience of seeing everything, right? Is the back the right choice? Where do you guys sit when you go to the movie theater? That's my question of the day. Like, I'm so perplexed today because I woke up and I'm like, I literally, like, you guys don't understand. Like, the Batman tickets went on sale on, like, February. It was early February. And I just, like, bought them. I, I remember I had the full selection of any seats in that place. And I was super stoked to get the two spots in the middle at the very back. And we went in Screen X. So if you don't know what Screen X is, there's a projector on the right of you, a projector on the left of you that run the length of the movie theater wall. And then you have your main big IMAX screen in front of you. Well, not an IMAX screen, but you know what I mean. Like the main uh, movie theater screen in front of you. 
and basically a certain chunk of the movie was filmed in screen X. So what happens is it gives you more background and it's sort of like the background displays in a 360 around you in a way. I think it's very interesting and fascinating. Um, I've seen Spider-Man No Way Home and I've seen both of my Batman viewings in Screen X. And I enjoyed them both. Good experiences both times. But I'm an old soul. And I think I've kind of decided that going forward, I really want to just try and make the effort to go to the show that is just cinema. You know, like you go to the cinema to watch a movie. Not all this... 3D, wear these glasses, you know, uh, these, these seats are moving for you. Screen X, there's, you know, all this stuff going around. I'm like, a, I'm just a fan of what it used to be. What it is in Leduc, you know? When you go to that, when you go to Leduc Cinemas, um, who, by the way, shout out to Leduc Cinemas because they have the best popcorn, you know? And like, I know that Zane and I, when we go to a movie in Leduc, we enjoy that popcorn a hell of a lot more than Cineplex. And Cineplex has really taken a turn. I've loved what Cineplex has done with their facility, but they their popcorn's extremely salty now. Like it doesn't taste the same as it used to. So I don't know what they did over the course of those two years, but it's... Uh, yeah, it just, it isn't the same anymore for me. But Leduc's popcorn has never changed. And that's a good experience when you go there. Because it is, it's that small town, like it feels like a small town theater. But they've done such a good job with the renovations and stuff that it just feels like a great experience when you go there. But for me, I always go to either the VIP cinema uh, or Cineplex on the south side in South Edmonton Common. It's just like, it's a thing for me. You know, I collect scene points. I might as well do it all under one umbrella, right? Do you guys go to multiple movie theaters? Is that a thing? Like I go to one movie theater for the most part, but like there were times where, you know, Randy and I would go to, you know, the far north side and go to a VIP show there, or, you know, there's that Windermere, I've never been to the Windermere VIP theater, but I've heard it's cool. Uh, still haven't been to Landmark in Edmonton. That one's new, I believe. I think that one's in like Tamarack or like Terwilliger or something. I want to try that too because I, I liked Landmark. Like Randy's dad lives in Texas. So when we went to visit him in like 2017, we went to a Landmark at the Woodlands in Texas. It's like a big outdoor shopping mall or outlet mall, I guess you could say. And when we went there, there was like um, these landmark cinemas everywhere in Texas. And I didn't know what they were until I went and had the landmark experience. They got the recliner chair. You have a nice little like table that kind of slides over your... Uh, your stomach in a way, like over your knee, over your, uh, remember anatomy, comic book movie guy, your thighs. Holy, that was difficult. We're only eight minutes in. This is going to be a short one, I think. <laughs> I'm 
I'm still on my morning coffee. We'll say that. So I've gathered you all here today because not only was the phone call or the phones happening next to us, but there's these two guys beside me on my right. And they showed up five minutes into the movie. No big deal. It was a 4.30 showtime. There was lots of people that showed up five, you know, 10 minutes into the movie. That's totally fine, in my opinion, for that showtime. But these two guys, they sit down, you know, they get comfortable, whatever. And from the first scene, so the Batman opens with this big logo, right? And it says the Batman in all red, in all capitals. It's this big, beautiful sign, big, beautiful logo. And then it fades to this really quiet scene with Riddler stalking the mayor. And it's probably, you know, Matt Reeves did a lot of like dragged out filming in this. So he'd just like let the cameras roll and let everybody just sort of like naturally find the rhythm of the scene is essentially how he describes it. You know, it's, I forget what the term is, but it's when you let the camera run whilst you start a scene instead of, you know, action cut sort of thing. You just roll the tape, roll the tape essentially. And, uh, you could tell when you watch the movie, there was not a lot of cuts. This was a very, very, um, intricately designed movie. Matt Reeves, had this thing down to a T and everything was crisp. There wasn't really a cut scene for me that felt choppy. Like that's how like long and flowy the story was. The images were, it was just, it was this long dragged out detective story with like very intriguing dialogue to follow right? So it's a lot of listening to the dialogue. And that's the part that I enjoyed most of the movie is not like, but, but what I didn't notice in my first viewing that I noticed in my second, because I had these two jackasses next to me, they talked, they talked from the moment that scene fades in to Riddler looking through the binoculars, breathing, staring at the mayor and his son and his wife. That entire scene, they talked. And, you know, it's it started as a whisper. It starts like, yeah, you know, like, we're, we're going to be right here. I, I'm so stoked for this, man. This is, this is awesome. Okay, whatever. I'm going to let it go. But then it slowly progresses as they get more comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, the cinema is a place where... I don't know if you experience this, but I do. When you first get there and you first get in your seat, you're all uncomfortable, right? And then the trailers start and that's where the comfort starts to set in, right? Or the first 10 minutes of the movie, that's where you really start to feel the comfort of a movie theater. But for me, it doesn't happen until that point. So I guess these two guys were... Basically, they had made some form of a list before they came in. They were probably like in their 30s too, by the way, early 30s. 
um, maybe late 20s. And they're sitting beside me. And every time something would happen, they'd be like, yep, we were right. We were right, man. That was awesome. Holy shit. Like comments like that. But throughout every single scene in the entire movie, it was just by the end, man, it was unbearable. And it's like, are you going to be the guy who is going to lean over to this guy sitting next to you, who's clearly a passionate fan as well of the character, if he's made this list and you know him and his buddy are checking it off? Like, my friends and I did that too. But here's what these two men were lacking that day. And it's movie theater etiquette. It's okay to be passionate about the movie that you're seeing. And it's okay to be, you know, excited for that, to make guesses, to, you know, like try and understand what you might be expecting in the movie. But at the very least, keep it to a minimum when you're in a movie theater. My friends and I, we went out for supper beforehand, discussed everything we could have possibly needed to. It was perfect. We had like an hour and a half supper, you know, a couple of beers each, you know, great, some great grub. And then, you know, we're a half an hour early for the movie, all this stuff. You get in there, you talk, you, you know, you get comfortable before this stuff starts. And it's like, I've been that guy that shows up right at showtime. There's nothing wrong with showing up right at showtime. But there comes a time where you need to have movie theater etiquette. And those two men were lacking it, aggressively lacking it, you know? And I just want to say to any of you out there, be thoughtful. Just be thoughtful and think of the, the others in the theater. If you're watching a movie, you can talk. I talk to my girlfriend throughout the entire movie because, you know, she asks me questions or, you know, I check in with her to see if she's enjoying it, you know, things like that. But what do you do? You lean over, you get real close to that person and you whisper, you know, and it's short. It's, it's brief topics, brief sentences, brief things, you know, to check in with that person to make sure that they're enjoying it. My friends and I, we we're so good at it. Like by this point, we just sort of like exchange looks with each other when we're in movies and we just know what the other person is feeling. Like my friends and I like, you know, like I went with Zane and Austin and my experience was extraordinary because of the fact that I went with those two guys and what that meant to me to be there with two guys who equally love the character and who like it has felt like they have also been along for that journey that it took to get here and everyone else was too. It's just those were the two guys that were, you know, most relevant in my life at the time leading right up to the Batman. So, and, you know, that was who most of my conversations were with about this movie leading up to this movie for the two, three years that this movie was in production, you know, and now I'm seeing it with them and there comes this element of a respectful night out. And I'm just truly proud of those two gentlemen. Gentle. I'm truly proud of those two gentlemen. 
I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the episode. Like, who talks like this? What's that guy's name? He just passed away. I can't think of it right now. He was James Bond. It's like the easiest thing ever, but I can't remember it for the life of me. So I'll Google it whilst I continue to impersonate him so that we do not delay the podcast any further. Ah, uh, holy shit. Star Wars. Was he in Star Wars, this guy? This is going to drive me nuts. And by the way, you guys got to bear with me on this podcast because there are going to be times where I get stumped and it's something that I know I should know. So I just absolutely have to look it up. I'm stubborn that way and I apologize. So, you know, enjoy, enjoy the, the uh, impressions whilst I'm trying to find this stupid Stupid guy's name. And he's not stupid. I love that guy. What's his name? What is his damn name? Sean Connery. Jesus. Took me so long to get to Sean Connery. God. Anyways, let's move on from that. Holy. That went uh that went south, guys. That went that went southeast, west, whatever direction. I spoke last episode about uh the live stream that I've been doing. I bought a 4K camera and I'm recording my episode now. Um, but that first episode, so you're going to hear me talk about the Batman. I replied to my love letter to myself about the Batman and I just answered those questions. And that was, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun for me, but when I was trying to, you know, record my live or not my live, but just record it on a, on my new video camera, um, the battery died even though I thought it was charged. It just, like it said it was fully charged, but it was like one of those situations where you put the battery in and it's like, uh, it came factory, right? So it's like the factory setting on the battery is like, it's supposed to run out fairly quickly, but I didn't think of that. So I think I got like 50 minutes of my last episode that ended up being like an hour long. So it wasn't the end of the world, but I might not release that one on, like YouTube or anything, just because it ended up being a little choppy at the end. What is movie theater etiquette to you? Is it uh, showing up on time? Is it being quiet? Is it being respectful to the employees? You know, what is it to you? And what are your movie theater horror stories? I want to hear them because I want to get into that in my next episode. Um, I want to hear from my listeners. If you're out there, send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook, whatever you want to do. Or you can text me at 780-940-5780. Comic Book Movie Guy welcomes you guys to send me your movie theater nightmares. And then I will read them on my next podcast uh, next week. But for me, if that was my first viewing yesterday and those two guys were there, I probably would have said something. Because I think that would have ruined my 
initial viewing of the Batman. And I just think of the people that were beside them, you know? And these guys were like, not only were they talking about the plot, but they were like guessing spoilers. How rude is that? You know, like spoilers that they had heard online or that they thought that they were going to see, you know, just things that like me and my friends talk about or, you know, that I talk about on this podcast. I just, I don't understand why you have to do that there. And the spoilers thing, that's where they cross the line for me. Like you're going to talk about the, the Joker, like Barry Cogan's Joker an hour into the movie and be like, I wonder if we're going to see the Joker. He said that at one point. He's like, I bet you he's in it. You know, Barry Cogan, I heard he's in it. And the guy beside him was just like, yeah, man, I know we're going to be right. You know? And it was like, that was the conversation about every single scene. You know, Battenson would do something phenomenal, like some, some incredible Batman content. And they'd be like, yep, called it. Oh. And like, yeah, I'm not going to go too far into that side of it, but the main topic today is movie theater etiquette. Holy, right now my house sounds like there's an earthquake happening and it's literally about 14 pounds of dog combined running in my house right now. And it literally feels like the house is shaking because of how fast they're ripping around. Do you guys have dogs? I mean, what am I doing? <laughs> Do you guys have dogs? Let's talk about dogs. On them. You know what? Yes, I love dogs. This is exactly what's going to happen here, guys. I love dogs so much. And I love my two dogs so much that I want to do an episode about pet movies or dog movies that made you feel something. Whether that be, you know, all out bawling in the movie theater, like my mother and Marley and me. Sorry, mom. I didn't mean to put that in there, but it was pretty funny. Also, never go to the movie theater with my mother and put your hand anywhere near her or her cup holder. If that movie is a thriller, horror, actually, you won't get her into a horror movie, but a thriller or, you know, some even this Batman movie, Harry Potter, no one is safe when that woman is jump scared in a movie theater. She's busted arms, legs, you know, anything you can. No, I'm just kidding. She just, one time we went to a premiere of Harry Potter. And I remember it was like a midnight showing. And we went with one of my friends and his mom. And I don't know if they were, you know, had their arm near the same armrest or what the situation was exactly. But somehow there was a jumpy scene at the end of that movie and my mom just completely either punched this woman or like like jolted her hand up and like hit the cup holder or something i can't remember the full story but i love you mom that's a great like story to tell on this podcast i think it's so funny and i still think about that a lot it reminds me of when i went to uh, Narnia for Brandon Weber's birthday 
when we were 10, 11, 12, maybe 13 years old. I don't even know what age. But shout out to you, Brandon Weber, uh, for that birthday because we went to Narnia and there's a scene in the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That's the first one where uh, I forget what that, what the second brother's name is, Edmund. So Peter's the oldest brother and he's always picking on Edmund. But Edmund anyways, uh, he crosses over into Narnia as well. And there's a scene where he's going to see the White Witch and he's walking up the steps of the palace and he steps on one of the wolves in that scene. And I don't know if you remember this, Brandon, if you're listening to this, but at your birthday party, I don't know, there was like five or probably five or eight of us or something. And I was holding a blue slush and I was beside you and whoever was to my right, I don't remember. But I squeezed that damn slush bottle or that damn slush cup so hard that I cracked it open when that happened. Like it scared me so bad that I squished it so hard that it cracked open and it went all over me, all over you and all over whoever was beside me. It was a mess. And that's, yeah, that's really it. That's the stories that I have from the movie theater that were, you know, maybe somewhat close to a nightmare. Would you call it a nightmare? Yesterday was a bit of a nightmare. I was pretty disappointed uh, because it ruined my girlfriend's viewing for the most part. Uh, But she was still a good sport and we had a good time. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys here. And remember the assignment this week. Message me, text me, DM me, whatever. At comic book movie guy on Instagram. Brennan Huber, text me. At 780-940-5780. And we'll get to all of your stories. Your movie theater nightmares. If you have any. If you don't, that's fine too. We'll get to them on next week's episode of Comic Book Movie Guy the Podcast. I've been Brendan Huber. This has been a ton of fun. Take care, guys. A theater seat is not a footrest. Every time you kick the chair in front of you... It's annoying. Don't be a Susie seat kicker. Let everyone enjoy the show. If you feel the need to text or email someone during the movie, don't do it. That bright light and clicking is annoying to everyone around you. Don't be a Tommy texter. Let everyone enjoy the show. You'll see.